Hi, this is Christopher Daniel Barnes, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and you're listening to the Canned Air Podcast. everyone and welcome to another episode of Canned Air, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. And I am Jack Doherty. And joining us today uh, to talk about his album, which has already been released, the album From the Juice and Within the Juice, which is now running on Kickstarter till April 22nd for a vinyl pressing. We welcome rapper, hip-hop artist, Juicy Man, also better known as Chiel Neal, and his Man. manager, Phil Buck. Guys, welcome to the show. Man, thank you guys. I, this is just such a pleasure. Hey, it's uh, Phil here. I'm I'm more the behind the scenes guy, but uh, it's it's a pleasure to be back on the show again. It's a pleasure to have you back, man. It's been quite a while. I think it was like episode 142, 43, something like that. And we're this is what it's like four years ago. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so y'all done like two hundred episodes. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell have you been? That's impressive. Dang, <laughs> dang. Yeah, the Juicy wasn't, I didn't even know Juicy back then, so that's that's pretty Phil, yeah. let me tell him. What? Let me tell, see, I met Phil, I became his roommate probably about three years ago, and so the fact that y'all didn't have me on the show is understandable, but if I did know Phil back in that time, I would be a little bit aggravated that y'all didn't have me on the show then. We didn't know how great you were, Juicy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> Chill Neil, as he likes me to call him, or Juicy Man, has a little bit of a ego on him, so we'll try to keep that in check, hopefully, I can, tonight. I can see that. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. We'll see if we can all help keep... Uh, it's not like that. <laughs> good to know, Chill Neil. We have a good show lined up for you today in our retro roundtable. We're going to be talking about some of our favorite uh, memes, or just most popular memes from throughout pop culture, because, my God, we're living in the meme age, aren't we? And uh, I've got some good ones on my list here. I'm anxious to see what you guys have. Then we're going to turn our attention over to Chill Neil and Phil and talk more about the Kickstarter again running till April 22nd. But before we do all that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CannedAirPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And if you like what we're doing, want to show some support, head over to Patreon.com forward slash CannedAirPod, where for $5 a month you get access to the Canned Air Patreon Pod, a show we release once a month, and we've been doing it for over two years, so... There's a lot of uh, uh, there's a there's a whole another catalog there for you to listen to. So mm-hmm. five dollars a month, come on, you can't go wrong. And can dare we need it more than ever? Tell me about it. These are trying times. <laughs> the Rona runs rampant, gentlemen. Trying times indeed. And Candare now has its own uh, cell phone, 614-254-3332. If you have ideas for the show, just wanted to call and say hey, just wanted to call and say stop what you're doing, whatever it is. Uh, again, 614-254-3332. Leave us a voicemail or even shoot us a text. Uh, and uh, we'll either read what you sent us on the show or take your uh, your suggestions into advisement. Uh, Jack, what am I forgetting? Uh, we are on, if you'll uh, yeah, get your uh, weekly dose of canned air, uh, retro canned air on RedlineRadioLLC.com. That's correct. Uh, from 7 to 9 in the morning, two old episodes you'll listen to Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, see how we got our start, where we came from. I bet you there there might be an old episode that has Phil Buck in it somewhere in there. Yeah, it might be on <laughs> sometime. <Dang. yeah. laughs> All right, let's kick it off with this week's retro roundtable. 
under your butt. Spared no expense. Excellent. All right, guys. Memes. Jack, why don't you kick us off? Uh, I, honestly, with some of my favorite, I had a hard time trying to find them because I don't usually save them, and they're they they only last for so long because you look at them and they're funny, and then you forget them almost. Sure. But I was mostly talking about the like the images that spawn the memes. Like the most recent ones are the the two chicks yelling at the cat. Yeah. Ah. Yes. <laughs> I've seen so, so many versions of that. Uh, so many of them. Yeah. And most of the time they're, what is it? They're, they're like yelling at her, him about something that's pronounced one way, and he's just looking at him, and he like corrects him the right way, and just makes him look stupid. It's hilarious. <laughs> I feel like there's a Joe Exotic meme in there that hasn't been made yet because I mean, you got a cat at the table, just change it to a tiger, and then you could have uh, Carol Baskins. I don't know if you guys are on. The, I feel like everybody's been watching the. Uh, the Netflix show. With, uh... I've been trying to not watch it. I think. Oh, I, don't even know I, what that I have is. no idea what it is. The Tiger King. I've heard. Of yeah, it, but yeah, I don't exactly. Know what it is. Tiger King. It's not like that, man. Well, uh, <laughs> what is it like, man? It's good. Y'all need to watch it. I, I don't. I don't think everybody wants to see it, but it seems like a lot of people are watching it right now. I don't think they have a choice. There's nothing else to watch. They've watched everything else. <laughs> they sure as fuck aren't listening to podcasts in quarantine. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. I actually saw a great meme about podcasts that said, uh, what did it say? It said, oh, day 600 of quarantine. I've finished the podcast. All yeah, of I was going to say, I saw that too. I <laughs> <laughs> do something. They're just not listening yeah. to Candare, I guess. <laughs> we'll get them we'll get them back uh let's move over to you phil man i am a uh, major consumer of memes so uh to try to just pick one favorite maybe i can do more of like a retrospective of uh you know our life in memes in the last 10 years if you think back to when you know memes used to be the little kid with his fist and it'd be like mm -hmm. you, you know some celebrating something and it had kind of a rainbow stripe background or something and that used to be like peak memes you know and that was like the best right. of the best memes and now like memes are so weird like <laughs> so and they weird. have such a quick like shelf life they go from two days uh, the same meme is everywhere like toilet paper for coronavirus and then it's gone and then now right now it's of course this joe exotic guys everywhere um but, yeah, I mean, I was just looking at my phone to kind of get some inspiration, and it's like I've seen The Office. Uh, they've taken Dwight from The Office and put him on the uh, yeah. the Joe Exotic guy. And there's so many good memes from The Office, but I think some of my favorite are just ones where they're able to capture, like, a screenshot, you know, and then that applies to so many other situations that you can yeah. – <laughs> like, what is the good one from The Office that has uh, – it has Jim, and he's looking through the I blinds. I was just gonna you know? say that one. Oh, that one, or he's sitting in front of the like the uh, the uh, the the what is it? The note board, and he's sitting there just looking real serious. But then at the next one, it's like two pictures, and the one underneath it, he's kind of got like a grin, and you just add your own text to it. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I think there's also one where uh, Pam is like holding two pictures, you know, and they'll use it for like so many. It's like yeah, they uh, pose their own pictures on them. Yeah, and it's just supposed to be like a comparison because like uh, these things, 
I can't think of a good example right now. I've seen so many, but you know, it's like, <laughs> they're supposed to be the same thing, even though it's two totally different things. So, I mean, I Man. think it's what Neil, did you have something to interject? Man, I think, you know, my, some of my favorite, uh, memes have been from SpongeBob. I don't know if y'all like to watch SpongeBob, but that's on my uh, list. I actually. really, I feel like, you know, almost every frame from SpongeBob can be turned into a meme because there's ones where he's like got the rainbow and then it says, who cares? Or nobody cares. And then, you know, there's the one with Patrick and he's like answering the phone and he says, no, this is Patrick. And I've seen that so many times, even on, I see it on the side of like, uh, when I use the bathroom stall in the public toilet, I seen, no, this is Patrick, man. So, all right, thanks, Neil. That was very <laughs> insightful. He does There's have a good point, though. There's a Squidward. Facebook page out there that shows every single frame of SpongeBob now. If you guys haven't followed that, that's no. like some of the the best uh, meme fodder I think I've ever seen. I think it's like a trend now. Are these guys are these people? I don't know if they're male or female. Are able to make bots and they take a show and they parse out like you know, one second or one frame from every second of the show. And it just posts every frame for, you know, I don't know, months it must take to get through it. But it's just amazing because, you know, if you follow along, it's like, sure, several of them are just kind of the same thing over and over from a scene. But then you get to this one like magical frame and it's just like, oh, yeah, that's going to be a meme or it, it already has been a meme and you see it pop up again and you're like, oh, that's that magical frame that... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like infamous now. The one that comes to my mind that actually I'll just uh, make it the next uh, pick on my list here is uh, the SpongeBob meme where he's like sitting in a chair and he's about to get up and his uh, oh. eyes are half shut and it Dang. says, uh, "I'm out of here. I'm a head out." <laughs> yes, Love that, that one has gotten so much mileage lately. I know, and it it never like ceases to put a smile on my face when I see it. Though it's not one I would get sick of seeing. It's one that I always it always catches me for some reason. <laughs> I yeah, I do love so, so many applications that you can create with it because I had one that I did because I have a really bad habit of sitting down thinking I'm going to play PlayStation and then I turn it on and I do I start doing something else. Maybe I like play on my phone. And, you know, a lot of times if you have your default set on your uh, PlayStation after like 30 minutes or something, it just goes back into rest mode. And mm -hmm. I found myself doing that all the time. So I took the SpongeBob meme and I put a PlayStation on top of him. <laughs> and I said something like, you know, every time I turn on my PlayStation, I think I'm going to play and end up playing on my phone. And then at the bottom says, all right, I'm going to go rest mode because <laughs> I I don't know what's wrong with me, but it would happen like constantly where I would just fire that thing up and just let it run for like 30 minutes and look up and it's gone to sleep. And I'm like, oh, so, yeah, PlayStation's about to head out. Now your controller <laughs> shuts off on you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I have an Xbox. I, mean, I wouldn't know it. these things. Yeah, yeah Xbox stays on. <laughs> I mean, it does... fucking works. Yeah. Oh, the red light of death, I feel like, or the red circle <laughs> of death. It's It's got its, uh, its own list of trials and tribulations that I don't even need to get into. Everyone who's even touched an Xbox has heard of the, the, the problems that they bring to someone's life. Well, I feel like there's memes. I've seen memes just of the uh, red ring. That's the only reason I brought that up. It's because yeah. it's 
very very memeable. Yeah, I mean, it's something I definitely had. But I mean, to Xbox's credit, you know, they sent every little piece of the packing to like send the Xbox in and get it repaired. Like they even sent like a single piece of tape to close the box shut with. <laughs> they were very efficient. <laughs> wow. But, yeah. But that is some service. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Maine is right. Man, I so I don't say. know if you guys know Chill Neil and I are from Memphis, this is where we both grew up and uh so Maine is just kind of one of the nomenclature that uh you know you basically would always say It's not if, like that, Maine. What do you mean? Maine is not like that, Maine. Maine is my word. I use Maine because it's part of my persona. You know what I'm saying? I think it's not just your personal word, juicy Maine. It's just y'all heard of Gucci Maine, I'm sure. That's not like Maine. All right, yeah, enough of that. Sorry. I thought it was about lion hair. Yeah, I, I mean, most of the time, that's what I think it is. Oh, Man, another good cat- meme? <laughs> it's, it's a Joe Exotic meme where you're waiting to yeah. get <laughs> Man. Uh The one with, uh, what's this guy, Gordon Ramsay? Is that the this famous chef? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's looking down, and he's like, finally, some delicious food. I'm censoring it because I don't know if you guys want the – uh, the uncensored version on there, Swear but yeah, away. I really enjoy. Yeah, where he's like, finally, some good fucking food. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many applications for that one. How about, about the uh, any? There's probably about three of them with uh, Kermit the Frog. One with Kermit, oh. like dark Kermit with the hood, the black hood on. That you can usually put anything in there, just talking to yourself, and I think just, I just like, the other saw side that for the yourself. first time today, actually, and I didn't get. Are it. you I serious? Yeah. It's just like you're talking to your evil self, pretty much, just getting you to. It's like having the angel and the the devil on your shoulder. Feel what? Feel yeah. What? Feel that's like me and you, man. It's like you are the regular Kermit and I'm the dark Kermit. <laughs> are you sure man. that's what? Are you? I don't really think that's it's not like that, man. Okay, fine. What? We'll go with that. Yeah. Neil's the light Kermit. Fills the I, I would one. consider myself the normal Kermit, but is he saying <laughs> I'm the dark Kermit? Yeah, man, you the dark one. No, I'm not. I'm I'm the most normal one. I actually have a job. I pay for our house. Neil is just he just stays here. I don't even know like <laughs> when he stopped paying to stay here, but drinks all the juice, all the juice, every one of the juices. <laughs> I bang. <laughs> you do. You drink every single one of the juice. I'm gonna drip the juice on you right now. Stop. Just wait until your segment, please. I'm the meme guy. Let me talk. Sorry, guys. Guests feelings. Uh, sorry, Neil. <laughs> Neil wants well. to be always in the spotlight. It's not enough that you're having him on for the album. He wants to be, you know, the host, co-host of the show now. Well, I mean, I mean, that's how rappers do, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of just how rappers do. Got to be in the spotlights. Yeah. That's yeah. What it's about Neil. Neil does think that he's something else. I think he's just a dude in a bathrobe, though. (laughs) (laughs) So I could be a rapper? I don't know if there's any rules. I mean, at this point, (laughs) if meme rap can be a thing, I think anybody can can be a rapper. Hey, touche. Touche. I've got no argument for that. How about (laughs) the, uh, you guys remember the ancient uh, alien guy that has his hair sticking straight up? Oh, yes. That I wish was, I could think of his name right now. Yeah, I, I can't think of what it is. But, I mean, how many times, like, the picture of him sitting there with his hair straight up and his hands, like, in front of him, like, stressing, like, the importance of something has been used for meme after meme 
after meme for so long. Definitely. Ancient Aliens. That's I, I guess that's what you said was the show, the name of the show is Ancient Aliens. Yeah, yeah, that guy is something else. I really like yeah, the ones that show the progression of his hair, like slowly going up <laughs> more and more, like the, the more out there he gets. Like, <laughs> Let me ask you Because his hair wasn't like gigantic at the beginning. Oh, it wasn't? It, like, worked to that? I think that, yeah. I mean, that's what the the meme would imply, I guess, because there's definitely images of him without, like, the giant. <laughs> it was kind of like, uh, what was that movie with uh, uh, Woody Harrelson with the bowling kingpin? Oh, yeah. Like Bill Murray at the end when he's bowling in his hair, his comb over just started flopping over and got worse and worse. <laughs> like, is this guy's got his fame? Is is he got more famous? His hair just started standing up more and more. It was well, see, this guy's name of is, his ego. Yeah, <laughs> I think People it works in his favor though. Ah, I mean, I guess it depends what you're trying to accomplish. If you're going to be sitting talking <laughs> shit on an alien show and have people meme you, then. I mean, yeah, it's the right path. But I, I mean, I was going to ask, like, if you guys walked into any any reputable organization or school or doctor's office, anything, and, you know, you're supposed to speak with someone very knowledgeable. And this is some important information you're about to receive. No matter what kind of credentials that asshole has on the wall, if they sit down with foot tall hair sticking up like this dude and have like the same kind of like spray on tan as him. I, I mean, how can you take anything he says seriously? <laughs> it wouldn't be any eye contact, that's for sure. Just be like staring at his hair the whole time. He'd be like, I think that hell is a dick at this point, though. I mean, he'd be like, yeah. you have cancer. And I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what <was that>? Well, <laughs> he is know. considered a UFOologist. So, you know, different than your your MD or anything that you're necessarily he getting very serious University. information. <laughs> oh, my God. Where do they find these people? How do you become a UFOologist? I mean, how do you get that actual title? It has to be self-proclaimed, right? Uh, that's a fantastic question. I have no idea. I mean, I guess you just do a lot of research, and at some point, yeah, you just say you're a UFOologist. Just smart, start making plausible theories and get people thinking, and all of a sudden they think you know your shit. You think he has a degree on the wall of any kind? Ufologist. <laughs> Let me see. I've got his, uh, let's see. Oh, my God. He used to be a bodybuilding promoter. What? And wow. he, yeah, he's got a weird life. Does it say his name? What's his name? Uh, yeah, his name is Giorgio Sukalos, uh, I think. Of course it's it is. It's a Greek name, I believe. So Sounds it starts like with it. a T, but I think the T is silent. Uh, he did go to, he did graduate from Ithaca College with a bachelor's degree in communication. So, hey. You know, he's in the right field to be doing TV, I guess. <laughs> he can talk. <laughs> Maybe About UFOs and other things. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've got no words. No. <laughs> no words for that other than it was a good meme. <laughs> yeah, it was a how wonderful about, meme. How about uh, video memes, namely uh, the, the lost uh, John Travolta from Pulp Fiction? Oh, wow. Yeah. That one was going strong for a while. Yeah, it was. What is it? That they, you know, when he walks into uh, Uma Thurman's house and the music's playing and he's walking around just kind of looking, yeah, kind of lost and confused. Well, they someone like cleared out the background with green screen, so now you can just put him anywhere, and they <laughs> oh. put him in like, like the most recent one I saw, he was in a like the toilet. Uh, the toilet paper aisle in a store, and he's just kind of looking around, just like confused, like where the hell's all the toilet paper? But someone, there was some, and somebody else 
put him and I can't remember who it was, but it was both of them just looking both lost. I can't remember who the other one was. It was hilarious, though. Oh, no, I <laughs> that I, one, man, cracked me up for there were so many variations that, you know, every day I would get online and somebody had a new one that I couldn't. I can't remember any of them at this point, but the toilet paper one is a great example of that. It just, yeah. <laughs> cracks me up constantly. <laughs> I need to look that one up. I haven't seen that one yet, but I know what you're seeing. You're talking about. I think I have seen uh, gifts and shit where people have used that. But yeah, definitely not the toilet paper one yet. There's one I'm looking <laughs> at right now that. that's like it was a guy opening up his wallet and there's no money in there, and then John Travolta just pops out and he's just like, "Where's the money at?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that just makes me want to watch Pulp Fiction now. Yeah, <laughs> this whole conversation has made me gonna want to go back and watch uh, the Dave Chappelle show because I feel like there's so many things from that show that just became memes. Like oh, Rick James, uh, Rick sure. James, yeah, 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 <laughs> and just fuck. messing up the couch and uh, Little John and <laughs> Prince. Buy a new one, you rich motherfucker. Crackhead, <laughs> not some crack. Okay. Yes, yeah, Tyrone is such a good one too. Still got, you know. Anytime I see somebody that posts an image that's just really pixelated, I love to get that one of Tyrone where he's just scratching his neck and it says, "Y'all got any more of those pixels?" <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen oh, that I, one. I found the one with John Travolta. It was with uh, the Joker, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, when he was trying to blow up the hospital. And he's sitting there looking oh. lost, like the the switch wouldn't blow it up. Yeah. So it's that clip of him and John Travolta just looking around and. and <laughs> I need to look that up. No, I haven't seen that. That's good. <laughs> All right, we are back to you, Phil. Um, let's see. What was I just thinking about? Oh, somebody just dropped that one that you're talking about in the chat. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> um, let's see. Favorite memes. I guess right now I'm really enjoying. Um, the ones that are going around, I'm seeing all this stuff from. Do you guys play Animal Crossing? No, no I don't know anything about that game. game. Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, I guess if you play the game, you're probably seeing a bunch of those, and if you don't play it, then you're probably not seeing any at all. But yeah, I mean, one that's uh, I, I see so many variations on now, but it, it really got so much mileage, and I kind of really enjoyed when we started to see some variations was the drake meme where you know and one on the top he's like no and then on the bottom he's like pointing his finger like yes and then you just kind of slap whatever you want <laughs> next to the, the two images but yeah i guess you know drake eh, is kind of questionable these days so i was kind of glad that uh you, you know you started to see variations of that like you know I'm, I'm seeing one right now on my feed that's got joey from friends and he's like looking real pleased up at the top and then he's looking like real scared down at the bottom so i i get a kick out of those because you can do it with like i'm a big fan of uh twin peaks and so people would do it with david lynch where he's like yeah there was a scene in the new show that they they did that new season of twin peaks and he's like sitting in this chair whistling and uh that was just a ton of fun because you could put like I guess one of the things David Lynch really hates is people watching stuff on their phones. He just thinks that's like a travesty or something. So people would like on the top frame, they would put like an actual big movie theater and on the bottom, they put somebody like holding their phone and he'd be like, Oh, 
<laughs> but yeah, I got I got deep into the niche memes. But yeah, the Drake meme has gotten so much mileage and so many variations. I think there's a a big TikTok. Maybe it wasn't TikTok, but there's this girl that uh, they basically did the same format with her, where she's trying out like some kind of really weird bitter beer, and she like you know the first taste she makes like a really like nasty like oh fa- like her face just look you know really grossed out and then this is from a video they just took screen caps so like in the video it's really funny because you see her just kind of go like you know just repulsed and then all of a sudden she like kind of revisits it and she's got like a hmm look on her face <laughs> and then that turned into basically the same format of the drake meme so yeah i i kind of get a kick more out of those because i don't know about old drake anymore I I know he he makes great music. You said he was questionable Um, as of late? Well, I've just heard a lot of bad stuff about him, like, kind of grooming uh, very young females, and people are questioning if he's, like, kind of, you know, cancelable cancelable for this behavior. Um, I don't think anything like R. Kelly-worthy has come out about him, but I do think he's been, like, called out for, like, texting with Millie Bobby Brown from uh, Stranger Things, and, you know, she's, like, 15 right now or something yeah, she's young. anyway i think they're just kind of like feeling like drake's behavior toward very young women was questionable so that meme kind of got like thrown under the bus i guess not really i mean it's still out there all over the place but a lot of people are like eh, let's let's change it we'll, <laughs> we'll try a different version time to move on let's get something new i've always hated that meme with drake yeah yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I'm not a big fan of his anyway. I mean, my brother loves Drake, so it's like as soon as we start having that conversation, I just started in on it. Does not go well with my brother, but <laughs> you know, I get it. You know, certain certain memes you see enough times, and it's just tired, and it's like that's the you know that's the life cycle of a meme is like if it's really good, we're gonna drive it into the ground <laughs> right right exactly speaking of ones that were driven in the ground has how many times have we seen different variations of a meme that has a picture of a blockbuster that says younger generations will never know we've been seeing this shit <laughs> yeah too fucking much and i don't know why but it seems like lately there's been a resurgence of this meme like all over the place i don't understand so many variations on that sentiment too and it's like this is the age of the internet you know like my uh, nine-year-old nephew probably can know as much about classic rock as my dad does if he wants to you know it's like more right (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah i definitely understand that's that's yeah it gets old real fast i do like uh the blockbuster have you guys seen the ones where the blockbuster sign is like been peeled away but there's still like the mark you can see like the shape of the logo (laughs) Mm -mm. yeah and it's like you know the wound is healed but the scars will never go away (laughs) (laughs) at least that's a progression of it you know it's it's something new i i just ah i saw one just a few days ago and it angered me i wanted to throw my phone (laughs) <laughs> but of course well, I didn't. Well, I didn't. But <laughs> I'm um, glad. <laughs> Jack, we're back to you. With the uh Jean Luc Picard holding his hand out, yelling. Oh yes. That one's always a good one because you can always always throw some kind of complaint in there and it's just I don't know, there's just to hear John Luc Picard yelling whatever obscenity or absurdness coming out of there is always it just cracks you up. Right. That or if he's got his hand over his head, just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one with the face palm. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, John Luke Picard is such a king among men that like any meme featuring him is pretty pretty nice. <laughs> he is quite really, the king. Really puts the point out there sometimes. And come on, if Jean Luke doesn't approve, then you know that's pretty bad. <laughs> then who could? Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, another meme that kind of in that same fashion, where uh, well, in the same fashion of all of them we've been talking about, just has so many different applications. Is uh, the Batman smacking Robin across the face. Uh, yeah, that was mm. one of mine too. Now that one almost always cracks me up, no matter what it has to do with. It's typically pretty funny. I always enjoy it, but I saw an updated one uh, just today that has it's the same meme, but Batman's like six feet away from Robin, and he has a glove yeah. and a pole, and he's smacking him with. It. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that one always catches me. I I can't think of any specific ones off the top of my head, but love that one. Another good one's the uh, the Willy Wonka. Where oh, he's just of sitting course. There with the, just resting his head on his there's a hand on his head, just like okay, go ahead and tell me more. I I really want to hear what you're talking about. <laughs> so many applications. Yeah. <laughs> Gene Wilder is such a treasure. I mean, oh my god, God. Sure. I mean, I feel bad. Gene Wilder has become a meme just in that people like repost the articles of him passing away like every year I've like seen it that just not happened. too long ago yeah I'm like please stop please <laughs> like we I lost can't. another one you're like that was like two years ago what the heck <laughs> i think it's more than that now. i think it's like four years it's been a minute but yeah it's been a yeah. minute ago that's for sure i was talking about two years ago when i when i saw that it had been two years oh i see no <laughs> boom 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 <laughs> how about here's one that has agitated everyone for years uh grumpy cat oh wow oh, yeah. yeah all right extremely strong yeah yeah i can't even think of what the initial one was if there was an initial one but uh my god there's been so many memes done with that freaking cat and i think that cat's actually dead now yeah yeah i think she did pass away like last year that sucks but um I, mean, I think the original I one had something to do with like Mondays or something like that, or waking up in the morning like I'm not a morning person or something. like oh, that. Oh yeah, they went for Garfield Monday jokes. Yeah, come on. My wife <laughs> got to meet the Grumpy Cat at I think she was. I can't remember where it was. I won't try to think about it. But um, apparently, Grumpy Cat is very small, like in person, like very, like almost kitten like. Really, <laughs> in her size, yeah. Wish they all were kitten size. <laughs> I know, right? They can tear up. <laughs> uh, what about? Uh, let's go back over to you, Phil. What you got? Um, well, let me Fio, see. Let me tell them. What uh, is it? Okay, can Neil take a turn? Fio, yeah, let me Neil, tell. Neil, jump in. Okay, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, man, I don't know if y'all know, but like one of the big things I do, like on Instagram and on my Facebook pages, I do like to post my own original memes. And one that I have been working on for a while now is uh, I like to take somebody that looks very threatening, like holding a gun to you, but then they say something very wholesome. I don't know if y'all see those, <laughs> but like I like to take somebody like myself usually i'll put myself into the meme holding a gun aimed at the person reading it and it'll say like you better be drinking water right now or else <laughs> Make okay me drink thank water. you neil yeah yes i mean i support the message that you should drink water but neil is just again trying to plug his own meme page here so kind of gathered as much but that's all right that's why we're here to, hey. to promote chill neil 
Y'all just have to understand that once this is over, I have to go live with this guy again and his head, the bigger it gets, the worse, you know, I'm going to have several days of, you know, like having to talk him back down. (laughs) I'm sorry. You have, I mean, it's just, I I don't know. I just like that, man. Yes, it is like that. It's I not like that. Man. Yes, it is. Stop. You know, <laughs> sorry, guys. I swear this is my whole life. Oh, I don't envy you. Oh, but I, I guess I I was going to interject the uh, well. Sorry, I didn't mean to interject. I was going to present the one from uh, the Joker movie that came out uh, where he's looking at. Is it De Niro that plays the the talk yes. show host in the movie? And he's like, you know so-and-so something something is going on and you you're laughing and then of course it cuts to the joker and he's like yes i do i think that's fair and i've seen that applied so many times um that i really get a kick like one of them that i saw was that there's this kind of repeating meme theme i guess you would call it where people are saying like you got the whole squad laughing and I just thought it was perfect to fit that line into that meme because De Niro's talking about, you, you know, so-and-so is going on and you're laughing and somebody had changed it to, uh, you know, you, you've got the whole squad laughing and, uh, yeah, I'm butchering it. But, yeah, I just I really did enjoy it. <laughs> That's why memes saying, should be seen, I guess, on the screen instead of rehashed. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot of times where I'm like, yeah, I saw this meme and I try to explain it. And uh, the people you're talking to are just totally lost and you just have to finish it up with, well, you just got to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad exactly. we realize this at the very tail end of the segment. Damn. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and with that note. Let's just turn our full attention over to Chill Neal or Juicy Main and uh, Manager Phil Buck. Guys, I want to thank you again for being here. And I just want to uh, first, if if Neil could kind of just introduce himself to the uh, audience. Man, yeah, I'd be happy to tell everybody all about myself. See, uh, I got started out just, you know, making funny videos with Phil because Phil knows how to do all this stuff. Like he can edit videos and make beats and he just not, he wasn't very popular. So he needed me to come with the talent and make it really pop off. So once we started making funny videos and I started getting more popular, I was like, Phil, I think we need to make some beats. And, you know, that's when it really started to pop off is because I was making all these beats about McDonald's, you know, flim flies, hamburgers, uh, McCrungets, <laughs> uh, just Burrits. basically all the sauce, burritos, uh, McBreakfast, and you know <laughs> that's just really when my career started to take off. And ever since then, I just had to keep doing it because you know people they love my music, they love my my subject matter. It's very unorthodox for the style, and I I just really I enjoy myself, you know. And I mean, I just will interject here real quick that, yeah, actually, I'm doing all the work. Um, This is Phil here and I'm (laughs) I've been producing music uh, for years and and I would be working really hard on stuff. And then Neil would just run into the studio and uh, feel. Well, I mean, let me just get through. So I would be making some beats that I was really happy with. And Neil would just burst into the studio and just start rapping about whatever he wanted. It's not like that, man. I mean, pretty much that's what it's like. It's that I got a beat that I felt really good about, and then all of a sudden Neil would just run in and and start rapping about Flim Flies. Man, you know that's the truth. You know that's the truth. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, but it worked, didn't it? 
That's true. It did. It did. Yeah. I mean, to, to Neil's credit, you know, uh, last time I was on the show with you guys, we were talking about our, another musical project that we did, uh, called those shadow people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's a really fun project, music and comics coming together. And it was something I was really proud of, but you know, um, the, the music world and the world of the internet moves so fast that, you know, I have to admit to your credit, Neil, and I don't let this go to your head, but I mean, Dang. No, please don't let it go to your head. But, um, you know, the stuff you started to make, (laughs) I think he gets his feelings here pretty easily. Uh, But, you know, basically his ideas were so ridiculous that once we started using them on the beats, um, you know, people really enjoyed all this really ridiculous McDonald's music that he was doing. So um, he put out like a uh, let me tell him. Okay, fine. You tell him. So, yeah, man, like I put out a whole mixtape uh, just based on McDonald's food. It was called the McMixtape. And everybody was really enjoying that because I think everybody does love McDonald's. Do y'all think, do you also love McDonald's? I or? fucking love McDonald's. Yep, same here. I mean, you can't really resist Flim Flies, uh, Double Quarter Pounder with Cheese, McCrungets. I've eaten so many of the McCrungets, uh, every type of sauce that I can get. And yeah, basically, once I had started to make these songs, then I knew my path in life. You know, I had figured it out. I think the one about uh, the... uh the McFlurry really brought it home. Oh yeah. That was about the ice cream machine being broken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that's true. That's true. I mean, yeah, how many times have y'all been into a McDonald's where you want to get an ice cream cone or McFlurry and the ice cream machine is broken, man. I think they're just lazy and don't want to do it for you. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what my theory was too. They don't want to clean it. Mm-hmm. It's the end of the night trying to shut it down. Don't want to clean the ice cream machine again because I already cleaned it. And then I when you go up you there and they tell you it's broken, tell you and you want and you're all set on that ice cream, and then you you don't know what you want after that, so you get stuck trying to think of what you want. Could <laughs> I get a? <laughs> That's true. Neil has always been very good at the when we pull up to the drive-through <laughs> menu. I'll, I'm always prepared. I always know exactly what I want to get because honestly, I usually always get the same things anywhere I go. But yeah, Neil is always in the back seat. And as soon as I ask him, hey, Neil, why don't you go ahead and order? He will be yeah, like, let me tell him. Okay, you tell him. Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah, when I pull up to the window, I'll be like, yeah, let me get uh And you know why? It's mainly because I've been eating a lot of CBD gummies. I don't know mm. about y'all, but I eat a lot of CBD gummies. <laughs> And honestly, I eat so many and I still don't really feel nothing. I just, you know, I just eat them because they taste good. But I guess they're supposed to make you feel better, too. But, yeah, when you get to the window, it kind of makes you feel like you had to really dig deep for what you're going to order. Because, I mean, I think I could eat at least 20 McNuggets. I call them the Crungets, though. I'm a big fan of the McCrunkets myself. Yeah, I could eat at least twenty of them. I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree. What is it? Just your love for McDonald's that inspired the McMix tape, then, or what was the inspiration that that first album was going to be McDonald's? I think that's a very good question, especially because y'all are on the show talking about memes today, right? And you know, for me, I was hanging out with the uh, the Happy Meal gang. I don't know if y'all are associated with the uh, Happy Meal gang on Facebook, but uh, 
basically McDonald's is a meme page that looks like McDonald's, but it's spelled McDonald's. And everybody in the group was making memes about McDonald's. And, you know, I like to make memes, too. But I thought maybe I could combine my musical stylings with the meme humor and we could make a McDonald's meme rap. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> and see, this is my life, you guys. I live with a guy who wants to make rap songs about McDonald's. Not even McDonald's. He wants to make it about McDonald's. McDonald's. Here, let me go. <laughs> yes, you can. Sorry, I'll back up. So, yeah, well, what happened was is the Happy Meal gang was really supportive and they made, you know, every song that I was putting out, they made it more and more popular. So I just kept making them. And, you know, we kept all eating McDonald's together, staying home, eating, you know, McGristle sandwiches, watching The Price is Right. Uh, we did uh, McRibs, uh, McCribs, actually. You know, because they only come around about once a year, which is just a real shame. And then we did we did that last song was about uh, pull up from the window because y'all know when you go order sometimes and they just can't get it ready and they say, go ahead, pull up from the window. <laughs> so I, I had made the song about pull up from the window. And that was the last one. At that point, Phil was so mad and so sick of me making McDonald's music that I had to... Uh, I had to change to, to different other food. Yes, exactly. I mean, I couldn't take it anymore. I was just, I was personally burnt out on McDonald's. I couldn't, I couldn't have a conversation without somebody bringing up McDonald's to me anymore. So I was like, Neil, we really got to change the subject matter because we're quickly becoming associated with nothing but McDonald's. That's all people think about. So, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I do love McDonald's, but not so much that I want to be readily associated with McDonald's every hey, time. It's not like that, man. It was kind of like that. It was kind of not like that, man. Okay. Neil admittedly loves McDonald's more than I do. I will always go for a hot and spicy McChicken or like a double cheeseburger almost any time. But like, you know, basically I had my mom and everybody I knew would just send me stuff about McDonald's like constantly. So <laughs> I just got to say thank you, Neil. I will give you a small, small amount of credit. Thank you for changing the subject matter to you know, at least something, if it's still going to be food related, at least it's something not McDonald's Maine. related. Yes, Maine. Thank you so much. Do you want to tell them about the new album? Maine. Yeah, so I did make a whole lot of more music about food. Uh, I made basically songs about all my favorite foods. So I like to make a song about uh, smoked almonds. Do y'all like Blue Diamond smoked almonds? Mm -hmm. Who doesn't? That's that's the right answer. And so <laughs> right. I love. I basically wanted to be. I, I wanted to live in the smokehouse myself. So I actually, for a while, you know, I couldn't actually get a lease or anything because I don't have a job right now. But uh, I was trying to find a rent that I could take on a smokehouse and just live inside with the almonds and just eat them straight from the source. And that was that was quite an experience for me because, you know, I even just spent like a day one time in the smokehouse just absorbing all the smoke. And I actually started to believe that I had become an almond myself, a smoked almond myself. <laughs> it was amazing and it was terrifying at the same time because I didn't know if I would ever become 
Chill Neo myself again. I was afraid I might be trapped as an almond for the rest of my life. So that was also scary. <laughs> it would be very unfortunate. I got to take a break for almonds right now. Sorry, you guys. Almond break. Everybody <laughs> grab their almonds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, while Neil is munching for a second, I mean, uh, we did come together to make some, you know, he took some of my uh, favorite beats that I've put together over the last year. And, you know, honestly, like I was just telling you guys, I'd be in the studio, had some great ideas. Neil would bust in and he would just start rapping about whatever he was inspired about. So, you know, we do have a song about shrimp. Uh, we have a song about ranch dressing. We also have a song about being hydrated, which we were talking about earlier. The memes, I guess, carried over. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, I mean, props to Neil. He is at least trying to look out. You know, I had a lot of people reach out to me and say, why don't you make, you know, if y'all are going to do these songs with Chill Neil, why don't y'all make some about like healthy food and stuff? And I thought that was a fair criticism because, you know, we could all probably use a little better diet and exercise and hydration from time to time so Is that where the air fryer came from too the song about the air fryer so that's oh, a healthy alternative for cooking too that's a great point yeah um i guess so i mean i think really that one just came from <laughs> let me tell them okay you tell <laughs> yeah man i just love i love literally everything in the air fryer i put at least 700 different types of things into the air fryer i've put my uh i put a hubcap for my car into the air fryer I put my own toenails into the air fryer. Mm. I have uh, deep fried Snickers bars in the air fryer, but not deep fried, air fryer. Uh, but yeah, I personally, I've I've become infatuated. I just use air fryer for everything. Even just sometimes if I'm just heating up a slice of pizza, I just put it back in the air fryer. <laughs> I need to get an it's air a fryer. good use. You should try it. Yeah, I would say I haven't been paid for this yet, so I'm not going to actually uh, endorse any brands. But I would say everybody should have an air fryer. And if, you know, like Ninja or whoever want to reach out to me so I can get that endorsement, then I'll start pushing their products. But not for right now, I just say you just get any old air fryer you want. <laughs> I mean, I got to agree with Neil. Neil. Yeah, I think that the air fryer really is a really delicious thing. Yes, it is. It's a really delicious option for for cooking. I would I would admit that. I'd have to agree. Uh, yes, I will. I will third that. Now, <laughs> tell us about the Kickstarter you guys have going till April twenty second. This is to bring the album from the juice and within the juice to a vinyl pressing. Correct. Yeah. You. Thank you so much for asking. Thanks for having us on the show to talk about it because um, it's kind of a big deal where we've decided to go from just being online and make something physical out of all this let me tell them okay you tell them yeah so listen y'all we've been doing a real great job on the internet been making memes music videos and all that for people for a long time and i told them i said feel we need to make a record like a real deal vinyl record and i want it to be orange like juice and so it is. <laughs> it's going to be an orange record. Like, I mean, there's a lot of flavors of juice, but the orange flavor, I just feel like really, you know, it it, it conveyed the the juice directly. You could look at that color and say, yeah, that's juice. I have to agree. So we are, we are trying to take the songs that I already put out. And, you know, they've been out in the video form for like uh, some of them are like a year now. And then the rest of them, you know, a lot of these songs we made whole new updated versions. So I may feel work really hard 
you know, I would just basically stand in the studio with my arms crossed the whole time looking at him like, feel, make that sound better, make that longer, make that, you know, mix and master it better because we don't really mix and master our songs ever. Well, I pretty much just record them in my bedroom and put them out. But yeah, we, we did take the time to mix and master them. And, you know, this is a big deal. We're, we're taking these songs from, a, you know, very just a, a fun level to like a, a good level. Right. So, And we're going to use Kickstarter to hopefully fund the vinyl release, I guess. And, and what uh, kind of incentive uh, is there for uh, a backer? Like, I would assume that there's a uh, level that somebody can actually get the vinyl pressing. Yeah, I'm going to take this one, Neil, because I'm more on the, the money side and all that. So thank you for man. Yeah, thank. just let me take this one. So uh, basically, we do have several tiers. The, you know, the, the bottom two entry-level tiers are just for exactly what we're putting out, which is at a $10 level, um, you'll get the digital version of the music. And that's really just more of a, a show of support if you want to help us out, uh, because the music is also like literally it's on every streaming service. So right. if you guys are listening to this interview and you're like, what the hell is this guy talking about? This is the weirdest interview I've ever heard. Um, if you want to hear the music so you kind of understand what we're talking about, <laughs> look for Juicy Main. Um, like literally whatever you use to stream your music. I've had everybody ask me, you know, from Amazon, Apple, Spotify, uh, YouTube, uh I mean, anything that you can think of, we've made sure that it's out there already and you can stream it. So uh, if you like it, you know, support us on the Kickstarter with the $10 entry level thing just to say this is a good enough album that I'm I'm happy I have it. And then above that, we've got a really reasonably priced here for the record. Uh, it's $18 for a, you know, colored, like Neil was saying, it's like a orange translucent colored vinyl. Uh, right. That's the one we're really trying to push uh, because, you know, I think that's a really, uh, a really, you know, good deal. I guess is what I'm trying to say for like a colored vinyl. Uh, I would say typically, so. it looks awesome. Thanks, man. Uh, I can't wait to to get it out to people. Uh, but we we do definitely need some help from the folks on Kickstarter to to fund it because um, you know vinyl's not cheap. And ideally, we just use these things as kind of like a pre order. If enough enough people come through and say that they want it, then then it's worth making into a record. And if it fails, that's fine too. I mean, that's probably been one of the biggest um, hurdles right now is putting out a Kickstarter in the middle of a global pandemic is. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. probably not Man. the best idea. So the, the the biggest deal, I mean, with the timing is that the album was already in the pipeline to go out to all the streaming services we were just talking about. So it's like, well, if it's going to be out there, this is probably the, you know, the time people are going to listen to it the most. Let's just see what happens. And if it fails, it fails. But I'm hoping that some folks listening tonight will go check it out. And if you really like it and you really want to support, we've actually prepared some tiers above the, the very basic ones because, um, like I was telling you guys about much earlier in this conversation about those shadow people, uh, we put out several records from other artists like those shadow people. We have one called Fresh Hats Tight Beats that we did two full-length records. And so you can pick up some more music on vinyl if you are really digging, you know, I guess the the vibe. <laughs> if you're enjoying the vibe of Juicy Man, you're going to find that carry through in a lot of our music. Um, even like the project that I came and talked to you guys about, those shadow people does kind of have a soulful hip hop feel. So yeah, they're all kind of have a common thread running through them. 
That's awesome, man. And we're going to be uh, putting links up on our social media and everything to the Kickstarter, again, running till April 22nd to anybody who, uh, who wants to back this project. And even if you uh, aren't interested in backing the project, check it out. Like, uh, like Phil said, it's on all the streaming services. I listened to it on Apple Music today. Very entertaining music. Give it a give it a listen. And uh, with your per, with your guys's permission, I'd like to put some of that music in the episode if that's all right. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, anything that you'd like, um, please share it. I'd I'd love that. Awesome. Yeah, man. Please, please put it out. You know what I'm saying? We need all that music to go everywhere. <laughs> we'll get it out there. I don't know what song we're going to go out on, but I'll pick one if that's all right with you guys and put it out there. I'll make it off of uh, the newer album from the Juice and Within the Juice. Nice. Awesome. Thank you very much, guys. <laughs> no, guys, thank you both for being here. This has been one hell of a trip, to say the least. <laughs> You're telling me, man. <laughs> Thanks for alleviating uh, some of the pressure of Neil from from you know just an hour's worth of time has been a huge help. I really, I really <laughs> feel it's not like that, man. It is like that, Neil. You don't. He doesn't understand what it's like to live with him so uh but yeah thank you thank you guys for sharing your time and the the format thanks to all the listeners and everybody man it's it's been a pleasure oh the pleasure's all been all ours thanks again guys jack what do we have on the website go to cannedairpodcast.com or you can see show highlights guest info listen to the show follow us on our social media become a patron buy some merch see some youtube videos and if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. And once again, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air and Patreon.com forward slash CandairPod. $5 a month gets you access to the Candair Patreon pod. Uh, again, two years worth of content there. So it's quite a catalog you're getting for $5 a month and you're supporting the show. So, hey, why not? Come on. Hey, it's more to listen to during this uh, quarantine bullshit, right? And uh, what else, right. Jack? What else am I forgetting? Uh, get some retro canned air for two hours every morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on RedlineRadioLLC.com, or they even stream it live on the same name on Facebook. There it is. There it is. We syndicated. Yeah. <laughs> Stick around at the uh, end of the episode for, uh, I'm not, again, not sure what song we're going out on, but we're going out on one of the uh, one of Juicy Main's song from the juice in within the juice so stick around for that and until next time i am jeremy collie i'm jack doherty this is phil buck here and uh neil you want to say anything yeah man keep it juicy (laughs) man i wish i could sound that fucking smooth (laughs) 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 thanks for listening everyone hey phil hey phil what hey phil what's up man What's up, man? 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 When I write a letter to my mom, it's what's up, man? When I reply to a job at me, it's what's up, man? I'm about to do an interview, I'm like, yo, what's up, man? I'm about to see your grandma, too, I say, yo, what's up, man? I shake your grandpa's hand, I'm like, yo, yo, what's up, man? 
I went to the bedroom, saw the toilet, I'm like, what's up, man? I went to your house, I saw your cat, I say, yo, what's up, man? I picked your dog up on his belly, I say, what's up, man? I finna touch your body, then I tell her, what's up, man? I finna lay this girl out, then I tell her, what's up, man? 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 Show them. <laughs> it sure will. Shipwreck! Parents just don't understand, and it gets lonely on the road, so be sure to listen to the Candare podcast. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! my name is cindy burnett and each week i interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast thoughts from a page we talk spoiler free about their books so you can listen whether you have read the book or not and then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else the importance of the cover design why they included various aspects of the story personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.